From the News Talk STL studios in St. Louis, it's the Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter. On tonight's episode, cartoonist from across the pond, Rob Nesbitt. And then two-time Missouri House member Gene Evans tells us why so many in the Republican Party have become wimps. Also stopping by is Kirby Newberry, the king of coffee from DiscountCoffee.com. And the Right Mind Studio band, Mitch Murphy and the Murphy Tones. Now putting the fun in your dysfunctional world, here's your host, Todd Showalter. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. That, that, that Mitch, I tell you, I mean, he is really, I mean, he's come a long way. He's come a long way. You know, I found him on a corner and he said, hey, I got a band. And I said, you do? He said, no, not really. But I said, why don't you come in and be our band? He is. So, nice job, Mitch. Nice job. Thank you, Mitch. Oh, it's wonderful to be back. I cannot believe. I mean, they always say third time's a charm, but I don't think the uh, first two have gotten us thrown off the air yet. So, you know, good for us. Good for us. So, it's great to see you in your Hawaiian shirt that I didn't wear mine today. I thought you said last week you had one Hawaiian shirt. I did. And you wear it for good luck. And now this show is going to be a, a bomb. Uh it yeah. is going to be a bomb. Yeah, I didn't actually say good luck. I said it's because it's the only shirt I had. Oh, so yes. because we have like, you know, we're on our third show now, I went out and I got this new shirt. It said it's set from like Walgreens or something like that. Oh, very that. nice. No, I went there to get like some cold medicine for my wife and I saw that and I said, I think that can be my new wardrobe. So, you know, I'm not going to plug them, but... They have a wonderful assortment of clothing at Walgreens. And they mark everything up a whole lot, so that's quality. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing the way they mark things up. Yeah, nobody works there either anymore, so that's a whole other thing. But enough of that. Enough of that. we got a big show today. Wow, it's going to be a lot tonight, I should say, because it's evening. Yes, we got uh, my friend from across the pond, as they say. To tell, he's a cartoonist also. Mm-hmm. Yes, we both share that profession, and, you know. That means we got kicked out of serious life. <laughs> um, and yeah, we got Gene Evans on the way. But, you know, let's just get into our lives a little bit here, Joey. Anything special happened to you this week? I know a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff has happened with Joe. I mean, he's on a like a field trip. I thought I think you brought it up. He went to the Grand Canyon, didn't he? He must have seen a Google Maps or some photos on the internet of Arizona. He's like, "That's a red looking state. We got to go change it up." Oh yeah, a red looking state, right? Okay, because of red, like you know, like the political parties. Is gonna, that, that's probably what he thought. Going to go turn it blue, flood the whole thing, turn it to blue, T- turn it to blue, turn it to blue. Yeah, he's confused, and he called it something like. Like, uh, we're talking about bumbling Joe Biden, by the way, if, I, if you didn't know who Joe was. But, yeah, he said it was like the, what, the, the 20th or the 80th wonder of the world or the 9th or something like that. When I think there's really only seven if you don't include the arch. Oh, yeah, the arch is one of the greatest natural wonders ever grown. Well, I mean, is, we've it, got good soil down here. Oh, it is. It is for me. I mean, I don't know if it was here before the pyramids, but if it, if it wasn't, it should have been. Mm-hmm. It should have been. Hey, you know what I did? I, I saw that Oppenheimer. Was it Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer movie? Yeah. It, it depends if it was an accident. If the, they dropped it on accident, then it's like, oh, 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 that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like, 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 Oopsenheimer. Yeah. Oopsenheimer. Oopsenheimer. <laughs> yeah. It's something like that. It's like three hours long. Three, three hours. Yeah. It's a long movie. I, I, you know what I think? And I, I'm serious about this. I'm not trying to joke. Any movie that you go see that's over two hours, I think the concession stand should sell catheters. Oh, yeah, that could work. Yeah, you know, because the thing is, you're spending this money for this movie at the Oppenheimer, and, you know, it's like, in the, you know, like after two hours, like, oh, like, oh, wow, that giant big gulp that's starting to go right to the old bladder, and you don't want to miss anything, and but you have to after a while, otherwise you can have a mess. And, and I'm just thinking if you had catheters, it would just make it so much easier to enjoy the film without missing any uh, and not have to go to the bathroom. I had heard bad uh, stories about people going pee-pee in their Coke. 
Oh, they yeah. Would, they would talk about that on the playground when I was a kid. Pee-pee in your Coke. Pee-pee in your... Oh, the show is really off to a roll, isn't it? <laughs> yes, off to a roll. We've gone from Joe to the Grand Canyon to Pee-pee in the Coke. Okay, I can see where this is going. So anyway, jo- Joey, how was your week? Do you have a, do you have a, did you have a good week? Yeah, I was dog-sitting, actually. I was using uh, dog my skills of rubbing tummies to rubbing make this tummy. dog very happy, and, and it was great. This a- dog was a, uh, a golden yeah. doodle, and these things have human eyes. Oh. They look like Muppet marionettes with their, their long limbs, and I had to get away from this dog because I was falling in love. I don't understand the whole doodle thing, okay? Because, okay, you're basically, okay, I know a lot of people that have these doodle dogs, okay? I think my parents have a doodle dog, at least they did. I don't know, they may not anymore. That's another story. But I mean, these doodle, you're, you're basically crossbreeding, right? Like mm-hmm. a dog. Very with, tall dog. With a, po- a very tall, very do- small dog. With a poodle. So if I want a, like a, a Rottweiler doodle, mm-hmm. I would basically put the Rottweiler in a room with a poodle. And just hope for the best. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, throw some pencils in there, I think, and that'll make them even more doodlier. Doodlier, yeah, doodlier. Who came up with this? I mean, are poodles a big thing? I mean, I use well, yeah, a Rottweiler. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's based on the hair. the The, the tight hair. curls are what make it more hypoallergenic. Oh, whichever you're looking the good at my one mullet, is. you better get my yeah. mullet when you said that. People love the poodle hair. It's not as sheddy, and then uh, people with allergies can have them around. So I think that's what the breeding is all about. Oh, it's a, okay. So it's about the people. It's yeah. not about the dog. It's the not dog like it does like, not like it. So you're like a dog saying, "Gosh, I wish I were half poodle." You don't really have that, do you? Like no. a German Shepherd, I wish I were half poodle. Yeah. I don't look at a grandma and say, "Man, I wish I could get a perm and with blue hair." Yeah, I think that's what what happens. You look at old women. And I'm think, saying I don't. Yeah. Oh, you don't look at that. I, I wonder if you could cross other animals with this. Could you have like a gerbil doodle? I think this is a mad scientist talk right here. Oh, I think the Island of Dr. Monroe started out like this. Monkeys with eight butts and stuff like that. Monkeys with eight butts? Yeah. Really? And I hear that every breed is just made up. You know, the American Kennel Club, they say this is 100% yeah. German Shepherd. Well, that's just all made up. There's not. Of course it is. Everything is made up. Yeah. I mean, it's all the, it's, it's to make it more expensive, you mm-hmm. know. You know, here's what I like. I hear that they always say that people, you know, kind of, you know, they resemble their dogs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be, you know, down on myself, but I like really dumb mutts. Okay. That's what I say. I mean, I, yeah, they're I, I, I identify with dumb mutts. Like Benny, my stepdog that my, my son and his wife have, Benny, the, the dumbest dog. He is the dumbest dog in the world, all right? But I love him to death because he reminds me of myself. Not that I'm narcissistic. I don't mean that. I mean, we just have a lot of the same interest. I think the number one instruction they have with these dumb mutts is don't let them hang out with the Secret Service because they will get bit. I don't know if you heard about Commander. I, oh, did Joe? I think Joe was trying to sniff the dog and got bit. Was Joe didn't get bit? The Secret Service got bit, didn't they? I think ten different Secret Service people have been bit by Commander, which is a rescue Com- mutt type dog that Joe's gotten. I don't know where he picks up this. Uh, wouldn't bad habit. you? Wouldn't you? If you were Joe's dog, you know, if you were like a Commander's the dog's name is it yeah. a Commander Doodle? That and, and so you're, <laughs> you're you're like his your Commander Doodle Joe's dog. And and I would be biting everyone. I I would. I'd be biting things. I'd be bi- I'd be trying to get the heck out of there. Get me out of it. It's too stressful at this White House. It is too. St- and what does he do? I mean, it's like Joe throws a ball, but he can't remember where he threw it. Right. And so the dog brings it back, and he's like, "Huh? Where did this come from? You know, we're playing catch. I'm I'm I'm, I'm Commander Doodle. Don't you remember?" And Joe doesn't know what the heck is going on. That'd be difficult. Joe shouldn't have a dog. He should have like a goldfish. You know, I think you should have have pets that you kind of like, again, like I said, that you identify with. And I see Joe as more of just like a goldfish type of guy. That five-second memory thing? 
five second memory. And you just kind of like swim around and bump into the glass and just wonder where you are. That's me. That's me. That's Joe Biden. You're just swimming around the the Oval Office, bumping into windows and hold your mouth open and hope food just falls in from he, the sky. Ice, ice cream in his situation. I mean, are you a big ice cream guy, Joey? Huge. Are you really? Mm-hmm. See, I don't. Okay, here's my thing, and I'm, I'm not going to make this about me because you know it's not my show. Well, it's kind of our show. Anyway, but it's, you know, ice cream, I mean, you can only eat so much of it, right? Because then yeah, after a while, it, 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 it it's not enjoyable anymore. Now, uh, granted, I shouldn't eat gallons of it, but, mm-hmm. I mean, what's your favorite ice cream? I like an ice cream that you can microwave and drink. Uh, oh. Anything that takes too long with the spoon and the, yeah. uh, having to wait for the brain freeze and stuff, uh, no thank you. Just I give like, me room temperature milky ice cream I in like, a bowl. Anything. I like anything that you can microwave and drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, ribs. I mean, yes. you know, put something in there. Like if I'm having leftover casserole, like my, you know, my, well, I do all the cooking, by the way. And so if I don't know what I'm making, I say it's a casserole. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, the next time if my wife is like, I can't eat this. I go, well, don't worry about it. I'm going to put it in the microwave and I'm going to liquefy it and we're going to drink it. Yeah. And then she goes out to Catheters and IVs. That's the easy street for me, friend. Catheters and IVs. Mm. Wasn't that a punk band back in the 80s, Catheters and IVs? Uh-oh. Joey. Did you hear? Is that, It's the alarm. Do you know what that means? I have no idea what this bit is about, oh. so tell us. Oh, you're not going to believe it. It's got to be Admiral Andy calling from the USS Sanity. Oh, he's, my goodness. Yes, he's out there floating the seas of St. Louis looking for stupidity. Andy, Andy, are you there? I, I am here. And uh, as you said, I am out patrolling the proverbial seas of 270. And, and have you spotted something illogical and downright stupid? What's going on? Well, I, I got to tell you, we got a hit on the radar. What? And I'm not quite sure what is it? if it's... We Spit come it out, boy. An individual. And not only a mask. A mask? Mind you. Not only a mask, but a face shield. Wait for it. In their car driving. No, 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 no. On two sets. So you're okay. We have an alert from Admiral Andy from the USSS Sanity. I used three S's because it's super dangerous. <laughs> He's out patrolling 270 right now. He has spotted someone in their vehicle with a mask on as they drive. Is there some. Are people pulling over to. Uh, to take caution? No, uh, surprisingly, no, but you're not going to believe this. Uh, no. There is, there is a Biden sticker on no, the car. No, that's a, that's a double. People, if you're out on 270 right now, I don't care if it's the entire stretch of the country, 270, pull over right now for your own safety and sanity because people are on the road wearing masks with Biden stickers. Thank you. Admiral Andy for checking but, in. But with, wait, there's what, more. Okay, well, there, there's more. I don't want to cause terror on the streets. Can we handle it? The vehicle is a Prius. Uh, I, I don't really, I don't, this is too much. So we've got a Prius with a Biden bumper sticker and the person driving it has a mask. Is that what you're telling and us? Is that shield. what you're telling us? And a face shield. That's okay. what I'm telling pull you. over, my friend. Pull over. I don't care. Just pull over the USS Sanity right now. Dock that boat. I want you to be safe, okay? Be safe. And I want all of our listeners out there to be safe. What could make it even worse? I'm picturing a little hole cut in this mask for a cigarette. Smoking with a mask on through the hole with the windows rolled up. Or playing a flute. Even worse. Playing a flute while smoking a cigarette. One cigarette in each little hole of that yes. flute. Smoking oh. 10 cigarettes at once. Keep your, keep your composure here. This oh. is serious stuff. I'm we're sorry talking, I took it silly. We're talking about common sense. There's not enough. But you know what? Before we do our commercial, 
I'm going to do something that's not really a commercial, okay? I'm going to do something. Uh, it's a little story about a friend of mine who happens to be a builder, a builder and a contractor, yes. Now, you mentioned before, Joey, that you may on occasion need some help around the home doing something that's broke because, you know, you don't know how to fix it. And if that's the case, because you're obviously like me, I call the Bursting Remodelers. If I need something done around the home or if I need something, you know, an addition put onto the home or, or even just some electrical or plumbing work, I call my buddy. Uh, you know, Rick, full service, full service remodeling. He's got over 20. I've known the guy for 20 years and he's been building stuff for I don't know how long. And you know what? He's a second generation contractor, meaning that he's related to somebody who was a contractor who in this instance happens to be his father. Okay, that makes it second generation. And Rick, I got to tell you, I'm not joking because I never joke, Joey. This guy is a master remodeler. I mean, in addition to any type of work you need around the house. He also takes care of electric, plumbing, and as we've said before, he'll even relocate walls, which is something I didn't realize existed until now, okay? So you're in good hands with Rick. So if you need anything around the home or you need something built or you need something repaired, I want you to call my buddy Rick at Bursting Remodelers. Tell him I sent you, and he won't hold that against you, as I've mentioned, or maybe at this point he will, at 314-324-3024. That's 314-324-3024. Ask for Rick. You know, every morning the sun comes in and it blinds me when I'm trying to sleep. So I'm thinking I'm going to call up Rick and see if he can rotate my house 90 degrees or something just so I can get that sun out of my face. I think he can. I, I think love it. he can. I th- in fact, I he does so many things that you don't even imagine. I mean, he'll he'll if you can't think of a project around the house, he'll say, I've got an idea for you. Why don't you build a deck? And you could say, well, you know, I live on the third floor of an apartment building. He'll say, don't worry about it. I can figure it out. Put a pool in he under the put deck. A pool yeah. In. yeah. Do you have a hot tub? I have access to hot tubs. You I don't do. personally have one. I, I'm the same way. I have a straw next to my bathtub, and I just blow bubbles when oh, I'm in there. Well, the reason I ask, I think I did something to my knee or something. I got to go <laughs> find a hot tub. And the thing is, so it's obviously not yours, but I'm like you. I have access to one because I have neighbors that have, not neighbors that I actually haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I thought, what a wonderful opportunity to meet the neighbors than to show up and say, hi, I've hurt my leg. May I use your hot tub? You know, so I'm going to do that. What kind of non-compassionate person wouldn't let you in there. I well, you know, you don't know the neighborhood I live in. You know, they, my neighbors, they I don't know, they they kind of look at me strange. We got a wacky show coming up. I use the word wacky in a loving way because all of our guests today uh you know, they're loving people. We have like Rob Nesbitt, the guy that uh, is over across the pond, who's a cartoonist. And you can't go wrong with a cartoonist. We've got Gene Evans, who's a former uh, state representative and uh, head of the Republican Missouri Party or something. We'll find out how she actually names it or what, how she actually uh, – what she calls it. But she's going to come on and talk about how we can make the uh, Republican Party – a little bit stronger, not as wimpy. So it's going to be a fun show. I'm Todd Showalter along with Joey V. And you're listening to The Right Mind Show here on News Talk SDL. We'll take a break so you can call Bernstein Remodelers. And when you do talk to Rick, make sure to ask if he can rebuild your skull after having your mind blown while listening to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter. Welcome back to the Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter on News Talk STL, and now a man who is six foot one in the streets and seventy three inches in the sheets. Todd Showalter. 
Welcome back. I'm Todd Showalter, along with Joey V on the Right Mind Show. And with me now, all the way across the ocean, across the pond, as we say, Joey, is a very good cartoonist friend of mine. He's also an author, Rob Nesbitt. How's it going, Rob? What's going on with you today? You doing all right? Yeah, I've just got in. Thanks. And uh, it's great to be with you tonight. I've uh, just crawled through the door after a round of golf. Oh, so you crawled, you <laughs> crawled through the door after a round of golf. Yeah, I get that a lot. Usually people are crawling out of caves to talk to me. But, you know, a round of golf, I guess, is pretty good. You know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because you've got a unique perspective on things, because you're over there in the U.K., and you've kind of got uh, some distance on us from here in the crazy U.S., you know, things have gotten a little wacky here in the United States, just between our politics and our media and all this other stuff going on. Do you guys over there just sit back uh, when you're not playing golf, of course, and just think, what is wrong with these people over in the U.S.? Are they crazy? I mean, do you guys think that we're as crazy as we think we are? Well, I look at it this way, that uh, I think we're as crazy over here as you are over there. I mean, we've got we – it's not so bad now. I mean – Boris Johnson has been kicked out of number 10, Downing Street. Um, but I think when he was in power, it was just the same. And looking across the water, we see a lot on the uh, our television about Donald, mostly about Donald Trump. Sure. And uh, it's five indictments, and maybe he's going to go to prison, but he could still become president from prison. It just seems amazing. Yeah, well, okay, well, that's a good point because I was wondering because your media over here, our media is all biased. Okay, they're all very subjective, unobjective. I, they talk about Trump all the time over here, which I guess they do. Like you said, we're over in the UK. But the thing is, while they're doing this, Joe and his son Hunter are doing all these criminal activities. I mean, there's like uh, money like going between corporations and things like that. There's uh, different things where they, they can't be accounted for. There's We've got his son. I mean, he's with hookers and, you know, crack addicts and all this stuff. But the media over here, Rob, they totally ignore that, okay? So what they do is a distraction. They'll throw Trump in and say, oh, I think we're going to tr- uh, indict Trump for like the 40th time so we can have something to talk about so we don't have to look at Joe. Now, do you guys over in the U.K., are you even aware of even some of the – bumblings and, and criminal activity that's going on with the Biden administration? It does get reported, but nothing like Trump. I mean, I would say I have heard um, a little bit about it on, on the uh, BBC and the ITV over here, but nothing like Trump. Trump seems to be on the, the television every day over here. Yeah. Um, but not, so I don't know whether <laughs> it's, they're biased over here as well. I don't know. But uh, that's the way it is already. I would say it's probably 90% Trump. Okay. Well, what about all this 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 climate change stuff? Like, you know, the, the world's going to burn up if we don't, you know, get rid of our gas stoves and start eating bugs and stuff. What I mean, do you have all that over there too? I mean, because over here, I mean, they've got every, every day it's something new. Oh, well, you know, you can't use your hair dryer anymore. Otherwise, you know, the, uh, the icebergs are going to melt or something. I mean, is it as, is, is, is wacky and stupid over there as it is here? I mean, is that a big deal? Well, it is, but it's very contradictory because at the moment we've got uh, Richie Sunak, our current right. prime minister, okay. giving licenses to drill for the North Sea oil at the moment, and everybody's up in arms about that. So, I mean, on the one hand, they, they're saying we've got to be 
leaders in climate control and you know leading the world in it and then in the next breath they're giving out licenses from digging up more fossil fuels it just doesn't make any sense and i think you know if you look at the scientific side of it it is it is supposed to be warming up um but according again something i saw not long ago on the television is donald trump saying it'll get cooler so i'm just so they bring who believe is they bring Donald Trump into things over there, even if it's about climate change. Wow. So he seems to be like a recurring theme over there. That's wild. So he's popular. He could actually run for parliament over there probably and win, huh? I think he could go anywhere and win. Oh, there you go. Well, I like to hear that. No, it's just gotten really weird. And I was wondering because, and okay, we're coming off this whole COVID thing. All right. And, you know, I mean, the, the whole thing was wacky over here. We still over here, Rob. In fact, I don't know, Admiral Andy is out there patrolling the uh, the seas of St. Louis and found somebody in St. Louis in their car today that was wearing a mask, okay, in their car. Now, do you still have people over in the U.K. that, you know, are wearing masks and, you know, think they're going to get, you know, some disease from China that we're not supposed to say it came from? Uh, no, you do see some, but very, very few now of perhaps one or two a week I see now, but that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you do people coming from abroad, like Japan, the Japanese seem to like masks because of, I think that's more for pollution than anything, but um, we see a lot of Japanese uh, tourists in London. But no, that's gone now. People have thankfully forgotten all about it. Any last words before we get out and I get pulled off? Yeah, it's just, uh, it's really great to speak to you. Um, and anytime, you know, want to have a chat about how we see it over here, I'd be absolutely delighted to come on the show. Just one, one thing before I go. Sure. And I have to say, I have to say that I've been to the States three times, and perhaps it was before it went wacky that I did find, I went to New York, and I've been to Disney a couple of times, and the people over there, yeah. I thought, were really lovely people. Especially in New York, because um, I have sort of trepidation about going there because you see all the crime programs on the telly, but I thought it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. No, New York is, I was just in New York a couple of weeks ago, and, and the subway was late, and people started yelling, It's Trump's fault. And I thought, What is it? Everything, it can't all be Trump's fault. I mean, that's just, so that's what it is. But Trump's become quite a thing, apparently, you know, obviously over there in the UK. Well, Rob, thank you for joining us. We look forward to the next time you, uh, you know, you're going to be our foreign correspondent to let us know if the wackiness of America has come across the pond, as they say. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Go out and buy the book. And uh, until next time, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll check out, okay? Thank you very much. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. So anyway, Joey, I mean, it's amazing. That's all they think about over there in the U.K. is Donald Trump. And that seems to be their main distraction. There's oh, someone at the I, door oh, waving. Hang on, hang on. Hang, I think it. Come on. Oh, it's Admiral. Oh, he's all wet. Is that Admiral Andy? How you doing? What's going on? Thank you. Thank you for docking the boat and joining us here. Do you need something? Do you need psychiatric help from the trauma? Or tell, tell us about what happened out of there on the seas of Highway 270, where you saw the Prius driver with the mask on. First and most importantly, it is a boat. It is not a boat. It is a ship. Let's, ship. let's get that ship. correct. And all ships are she's. It's a she ship. She ship mm-hmm. by the seashore with a seashell. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't confuse me. 
<clears throat> anyway, yeah. yeah uh, so we we made a, a hard turn to starboard, and we pulled in. And to say I was traumatized was uh, was an extreme understatement. I so I, I had I had to calm down, stop yeah. shaking. Yeah. Um, right. Try to figure out where I can get one of those face shields because that actually looked kind of cool. So wait, no wait. The person, okay, uh, yeah, uh, the person that's driving a Prius. With a mask and a face – get, get but seriously. Now, this is like a, some kind of like uh, – it's like, like Haley's Comet. You only see – well, actually, you don't. You see this more often than not. So I, what, what happened? So, and, and by the way, why didn't you have your eyes on the road? Was it just so obvious that this person had a mask on that it just distra- it distracted you? So <clears throat> let, let me just explain to you how it works. I, I am the admiral. Uh, I'm in, overall in charge of everything, right? Everything. So I don't, I don't drive the yeah. ship. Right. So, which leads me to, you know, be a lookout, if you will. And that's... What happens if somebody calls at a boat? Do you get, like, upset? I mean, do you, like, you know... We keel haul them. You do what? Keel haul them. Keel haul See, them? See, that's an old nautical term. Yeah. Back in the Can days... Can you talk like a sailor? <laughs> no, you'd get banned. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> we were going to learn something. Key hauler. Yeah. What, what is a key it? Keel hauler. Keel. So, oh, yeah, in, in, the old, in the old sailing ships, the wooden ships, right? You, right. The... Uh, Basically, where the hull comes together at the bottom of the ship right. is the keel, uh-huh. right? Okay. And so what they would do for punishment, punishment. Is, is they would throw the offending sailor overboard <laughs> tied to a rope. Yes. And they would have to basically go from the front of the, the ship, the bow, to the stern. Yeah. And they would get bumped around by the keel and, and you know— if they survived, well, then all punishment was forgiven or all sins were forgiven. But if they didn't survive, well. That's probably why you docked here. It used to be the keel center outside, the Enterprise Center. Oh, Joey's right. Joey's Great right. Point. And that's why Joey is here because Joey is the only one that brings factual, what, facts? Are there factual, factual facts? facts? Yes, factual facts as, as opposed to Here's false. a fact. Here's a fact. If you wear one of those plastic face masks yeah. while you sleep, it yes. prevents you from swallowing those eight spiders a year that they talk about. There's always this weird statistic that you swallow spiders in your sleep. Right. If you wear the face mask, they can't right. get in. Well, here's a, did those people, when they were wearing those, did they think that maybe like the virus or the germs or whatever were going to say, oh, my gosh, there's like a plastic face shield. I can't go beyond that. They could go like above it or under it. but that, that's You have to wear a hoodie, tuck uh, the hoodie. face shield within the hoodie, <laughs> tighten those drawstrings. Yeah. And then you have a, a layer that can't be permeated by anything. Permeated. I love that word. I think we've done our due diligence saying that we've alerted the public that we found uh, – we didn't. We had Admiral Andy on the USS Sanity spotted someone wearing a mask while driving a Prius. Where did you park the boat that I can't call boat? Where did you park? It's, did you did you get your sticker? Did you get out of the parking lot? <laughs> well, well we at Union Station. couldn't quite fit you park, you between park, the gate. Yeah, well, you parked it in the aquarium. Okay, when we come back uh, – our next guest is uh, the lovely Jean Evans. She's going to talk to us about the wacky Republican Party. Not really wacky, just how we can make it better. Okay? How's that sound? Sounds perfect. Yeah, all right. Well, you're listening to me, Todd Walter, along with my buddy, Joey V. The Right Mind Show. You're on News Talk, SDL. Coming up, Gene Evans will tell us how to whip the Republican Party back into shape. And then Kirby Newberry, the king of coffee from DiscountCoffee.com, will tell you how to roast your friends without hurting their feelings. I guess that would be called a medium roast. Welcome back to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter on News Talk STL. And now the man who invented the idiom, mull it over, your host, Todd Showalter. 
And welcome back. I'm Todd Showalter, along with Joey V on The Right Mind Show. And my next guest is somebody you've heard about. She's a uh, two-time Missouri uh, representative, and she's done a lot of other things. She was actually, Joey, in charge of the Missouri Republican, uh, I think it's party, as they call it. But I'll let Gene tell it. Gene Evans is our guest. How are you doing, Gene? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's great to be with you. The was- executive director of the Missouri Republican Party. I knew that. The thing is, I thought you said it better than I did. And so I just I kind (laughs) of waited for you to do it because, you know, I would have botched it. And so you did it. So what are you up to these days, by the way, before we get into things? So now I have my own consulting business and I put a number of clients on political and government relations. The main thing to work on is school choice. So I was a big advocate for this and, and parents being able to decide how to educate their kids when I was a legislator. And it was also something, you know, the, the party, um, it's the party platform. And now I get to work on it at the grassroots level. And it's, it's actually a nonpartisan issue. I mean, it's, it's very heavily supported by Republicans, but we have a lot of Democrats who support it as well. Because um, I don't know if anybody's happy with the education system in our country, but people would like to see parents to have an a option. So that's what I, what I work on for the most part. Well, what I want to do, I kind of want to go back to your time uh, as a representative and even, you know, uh, being director of the, uh, as you said, the Republican Executive Committee, was it? Um, what, uh, did I get that right? We're just going to say you were, you were the top it's, dog. You were the, you were the main, the big cheese, the main, the, you know, the big person in the Republican Party, so to speak. Well, I ran Missouri. the operations. Yeah. So, and yeah. I do want to say, like, I was uh, asked to take that job by Governor Parson right. at the time. Okay. To get for the 2020 election. Um, and now I work in the Capitol all the time with all these these folks, many of whom I helped elected. So I'm happy to talk about elections. And, yeah. You well, know, I, how do we get people to, to do a better job for us? Well, and here's the th- here's the situation. I'm not trying to be too partisan on this show because, you know, I, my wife told me not to be. But anyway, that's a whole other problem. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, it, it seems to me you've got these these Democrats that do all of these shady things and they which are not good. And I'm not saying anybody should. I'm not saying the Republicans should. But it seems to me that the Republicans tend to take it. What, what is it going to take? When, are, when is the Republican Party going to start pushing back a little bit? Because it, right now it just seems like they're – you mentioned bullies. It sounds like they're being bullied and they're not standing up for themselves. I mean do you see that? Well, I, I do see what you're saying. One of my jobs, I was the top attack dog when I was at the party because you, you really want your elected officials to kind of try to stay above the frame. And there is a benefit to Democrats being in the minority because then they can just constantly complain whether they have solutions or not. They just complain about everything. So whoever's in the minority tends to do that. They tend to complain and poke holes at everything you're doing. Well, the majority part has to explain, you know, what they're doing, why they're doing it, or why they weren't able to get it done, which has been the case more often lately. Um, but one of the reasons that the, the Republican Party in general in this state and in many other states is not very effective as a party because they don't have any money. So the Democrats raise a lot of money and they funnel money to the states. So the Democrat, Missouri Democrat Party has at least eight staffers and millions of dollars. The Missouri Republican Party probably has one, I don't know if they've hired anybody else, I doubt it, one staff person and is on a shoestring budget. And for one person over the entire state and all the different work that they have to do, everything from managing social media to keeping the lights on, talking to elected officials, all those things, 
um, there's just not enough manpower or resources to really effectively communicate Republican messages for the, the party whole, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, it does. But I mean, what I don't understand about that, I'm not trying to generalize. I mean, typically with the Republicans and more conservatives, I mean, uh, they're the ones out there uh, making the money. They're the ones doing stuff. And the Democrats want a handout. You would think if, if we're the ones out there, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to be partisan here. But if, if, the, if the Republicans are out there, you know, they're the ones that are actually, uh, you know, the business owners and things like that. Why aren't they contributing more to the party to make it stronger? Well, they tend to do more with candidates, but I do want to say when it comes to like business corporations and uber wealthy people, like when you're starting talking about Wall Street and Silicon Valley, yeah, that money is largely going to Democrats. It's the small business owners and working people more and more that identify on the right side of the aisle. And, and just if you look in the last 20 years, there's a shift. Like if you look across the board at people identify either Republican or Democrat, it used to be the people identify with Republicans had a higher income. That's not the case anymore. It's mm-hmm. more working people who identify with Republicans. And the, the thing about it is I think parties in general have a hard time. Part of it is the campaign finance laws, but just the idea of um, Republicans are more individualistic in general, right? Like we want to support a candidate, not the entire party, somebody that we really like and we think represents our values um, and it's the same thing in Jeff City, like the Democrats almost always all vote together in a block where Republicans will peel off and vote one way or the other. They don't always vote together the same way. So Republicans in general tend to be more individualistic and they tend to support candidates more. Because if you look at fundraising, like for candidates, if you go down individually, Republican candidates raise way more money than their Democrat counterparts. But the party is where it because it's more of a socialist driven type of environment, at least on the political side. You can you can commentate however you want on on, on their beliefs, but sure. the way they run their party is more of a communal type of deal or a socialist sort of um, that ideology uh, penetrates how they run their operations, which I think is partly why we have more Republicans in office in Missouri. But as far as a unified message, that's been very elusive for Republicans, I think, for a long time. Oh. And that could change too if we had with a different with a different governor. If we had a governor who really worked with the legislator and said, this, "These are the top three things we're going to work on. Let's work on them together," you may see more unity in Jeff City too. That's always a possibility. Okay. Well, one of the, one thing I've heard again, I'm not on the inside, but we have like uh, apparently some of the the Republicans that are in office in Jeff City aren't voting the way that maybe their constituents had hoped, and uh, one thing that I've heard, again, I don't know, it may be wrong, is that you have uh, several uh, in office that are about ready to term out, and uh, they're looking at jobs afterwards, and so that may be paying, uh, being an influence on how they vote. Now, is, is, is there any truth to that? I think so with some people, but I, I think a couple things, you know, like we used to be more of a purple state, and a lot of the rural areas were Democrat strongholds, so those folks, there are some of folks who are elected as Republicans who do identify more with Republicans than they do the extreme left. And maybe they're pro-life and maybe they're kind of pro-gun or they've been around guns and they're uncomfortable with guns. So they tend to identify as Republican, but for most of their life, they really are more uh, of a Democrat and they grew up in a Democrat area, but the Democrats just went too far to the left. So now you have someone who's sort of 
leans right, but maybe is not as, you know, and grounded in Republican values. So there's, there's that part. But what I'm seeing, honestly, and, and this happens in other states, too, when you have majorities, there's so much infighting that a hmm. lot of times people make decisions based on personalities and relationships rather than what's in the best interest of their constituents. And it's, it's very sad. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens sometimes on some pretty big issues. And sometimes it's like somebody, you know, wants credit for it. So somebody else has a bill and they think it was their idea. So they won't vote for the bill, even though they believe in the idea, because they don't want that person to get credit for it. Really? So, yeah, I, I would say like, if I could wave a magic wand, I, I would say if we could just get folks to be, more team players and stay focused on policy and less on, um, you know, personal differences. I think that the legislature, the legislature would be much more effective and you don't see that as much like in DC. I mean, they have such small numbers that they all kind of have to stick together, but in Jeff city with these big majorities, people kind of peel off and go into their little, you know, personal clicks sometimes. And that's, that's not a lot of people, but it's enough sometimes to side rail things. And so you end up with Republicans who I've had Republicans tell me they can't get their bill passed without Democrat support because there's a bunch of people that are mad at them or they're mad at somebody else who's involved on that issue. So they go to the Democrats looking to support their bill and it has, then they have to kind of make it less conservative to get it through so that's what I've been seeing over the last like seven or eight years, a lot of like individual personalities um, and pettiness. And it's really disappointing because there's some big things that we need to do. And sometimes I set it aside. We, they did get some big things done last year, but some of the things that I think um, those of us who work here every day that would like to see, you know, lower taxes and less crime and maybe IP reform, we're disappointed because they couldn't set aside differences and get some of those things done. Yeah, you know, I've said it before, just on a national level, uh, with all the divisiveness that's going on and the whole narrative, you know, left against right, it, it feels like the constituents and the people are, are kind of, we're like in the middle of a divorce and we're like the kids that are being torn one way or the other. And it sounds that way now, even on a state level. I mean, is there a way to, you know, really get the two to work together without, uh, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, some type of utopia, but just, you know, kind of put aside this, this pettiness that, that, you know, and actually do the job they were elected to do? Well, I think a lot of that comes down to leadership. And I think that, um, you know, when we're looking at who our next governor is going to be, we have some very highly qualified candidates running for governor or running for the nomination, the Republican side. I think that folks need to talk to these people and look at their record and how they've handled themselves and say, is this somebody who can bring us together and move forward with a bold agenda, or is this someone who's going to get dragged down into fights? And you, you kind of have to make those decisions on your own. But th- those are the things that I'm looking for as a leader. And the other thing I think people need to think about is when you're electing these leaders, some of this, you can be a really good speaker and tell people what they want to hear, but that doesn't make you an effective leader. So when you're voting for your state rep or your state senator or governor, look a little bit at their bio. Have they been successful, right? Like have mm-hmm. they – run a, run a business or had a long career uh, doing something. I mean, we, you know, um, certainly somebody who's a veteran, oftentimes that they have experiences there that make them good for leadership or, um, 
well, you know, what have they done in their life? And how do people who knew them before they were in politics, what are they, do they have lifelong friends, right? Who mm-hmm. People who say, this is a really good person that I've known for, for 20 or 30 years. Cause one of the red flags I've noticed in politics is if you meet somebody who doesn't have friends outside of politics, I kind of wonder about them. I'm like, where did they come from? Like, who were they before they got here? That's why I'm and not Do they running. not have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but think about that. Even, you know, like when you meet somebody and they don't have a, like a, a base, you know, of a family or friends, you kind of wonder what their values are and how they ended up in politics. So those are some things that I look at now that I'm kind of in the bubble that I didn't really think about when I was just your average voter. So I like to look at people's personalities and their bios and how they interact with others because it's really important when you're in Jeff City that you can bring people together, even if they they disagree. I'll give you so say for example with education, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would say the Democrats want good education for kids, Republicans want good education for kids. What we disagree with is like how to get there. So what we have to do is sit down and iron out like you know what what are we willing to give up. For this, what is really important to them, it's really important to us. Let's both get those things and then work out the details so we can move this forward. And if you're not willing to do that, it's really hard to craft like big policy that affects that many people's lives, like education or health care. So you gotta be willing to sit down and say, Okay, I'm not crazy about that, but I'm willing to give that because the big picture is it's gonna be good for kids and families across the state, no matter what what it is. And so I think we do need more of that. But I do think it's, it's, it's leadership and voting for good leaders from the governor's office to your state rep, to your state senator, even your mayors and your county executives. You know, like if you look at the county executive in St. Louis County, that council, they fight a lot too. Yeah. Um, and if they had a stronger leader, would it be different? You know, if they had somebody that really wanted to work with both sides, maybe it would be different. What you're saying basically is we got to like get some money into the Republican Party so like uh, we can, you know, become stronger and support your party. Yeah, absolutely. And support your County party, you know, like let them, let them, um, they, they, uh, they need resources too. So always think about, you know, if you're going to write a check to a candidate, maybe send a little bit to your party too, because they, they do a lot of work that, uh, it's kind of behind the scenes, but it's really important. That sounds great. Well, that's why I'm not in charge and you are, but that's fantastic. Well, thank you so (laughs) much. Thank you for joining me. And, uh, I hope you'll be, uh, coming back sometime. I would love to. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. That's Gene Evans. Wow. Well, Admiral Andy is still over here, like, treading water in his boat uh, here on the Right Mind Show. And guess who we have on the line right now? This isn't just any coffee guy. This is the king of coffee, King Kirby, the king of coffee from DiscountCoffee.com. How are you, my friend? Good, Todd. Uh, thanks for having me on. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. Like I said, we, we're really enjoying uh, the coffees that you sent. Uh, I'm not used to having good coffee. I mean, usually it's, you know, actually, I mean, I don't know what I've been drinking, but you have the best. Tell us, you've got some different things going on. You've got your back-to-school special, some antidotes you may want to, like, you know, throw <laughs> at us or something like that. What is new in the coffee kingdom? Because I know, uh, you know, if there's, if there's any, I mean, in this tur- uh, you know, turbulent world that we live in, I'm pretty sure things are pretty enjoyable in the coffee kingdom, aren't they, Kirby? They are. And, um, you know, this is, we're getting on the wire at the end of the, uh, you know, the last week as far as back to school. So, uh-huh. you know, the parents are out getting their back to school supplies. We've got schools that are ordering coffee and tea for their teachers' lounges. We got uh, colleges 
um, where the parents are sending their, their kids off to colleges. And so the, they'll use their our auto restock, which is a subscription, so they can get, um, you know, the college students can get their coffee or teas or beverages, you know, on a weekly basis or, you know, every two weeks, three weeks, that type of thing. Uh, so that really, this this week, I think most of the schools in the St. Louis area are going to be starting around the 21st to 22nd. And so this is the last week to order your um, back-to-school supplies. And DiscountCoffee.com has uh, many items that you can't buy at the local um, grocery stores or club stores. For instance, um, lifting chicken noodle cup of soup. Um, that comes in like a 22-count um, dispenser. It's a small package. It's great to put in the kids' lunch boxes. And then, um, Todd, as you mentioned, we've got a great assortment of cookies and, mm-hmm. like, sweet serenity and sunmade and so forth. My favorite's the basil cappuccino chocolate chip. Yeah. Uh, so this week has been interesting because uh, have you noticed um, this week with the fires out, out in Hawaii and Maui, coffee uh, in the United States is only grown in the state of Hawaii. Really? So these, these, these fires and that is really alarming because if the coffee plants burn – it takes three to five years for a coffee plant to bear cherries. And so if they had to replant the coffee plants, um, anytime you hear the word Kona, Kona right. is a coffee that is grown in Hawaii. Or Kona blend, is, if they use the word blend, that means it's got at least 10% Kona in the coffee. But when we have fires or um, tsunamis in, that, in the ocean and so forth, uh, that has a really big impact on coffee prices going up because uh, even though it may be three to five years to get the yield from it, you'll start seeing that in the grocery store shelves and so forth a lot sooner than that. And as you mentioned, it's not just coffee. It's teas. It's, uh, you know, snacks and different, you know, cookies, a whole variety of things that, you know, people ought to just check it out. I mean, go to discountcoffee.com, and I think you'll really be surprised. And if they do go there now, I think they'll be really happy because I believe – you have some kind of right mind special, don't you? Well, Todd, I think the, if they order um, by midnight tonight, you have a special. So why don't you give them a special coupon code to use? Well, as if you say if you mention right mind, that sounds because it's actually the name of our show. Right I tested mind. this out. Yes, right. I, I tried it all caps. It worked. Yeah. I yeah. tried it all lowercase. It worked. Yeah. I tried it with the space, right. without the space. It worked all four different ways. I was blown away that wow. he had thought of. I don't know if he thought of this or what, but right mind works no matter which way you type it. So, you, oh, do you do this? Joe, to like, hey, hey, Joey. Yeah, you. We did that just for you. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Joe, Joey gets because, everything. Gosh. You got to remember, we've been doing this e-commerce thing for 25 years since 1998. Started out in our home in Lake St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, we have people who will you know, take two words like right mind, right, and they'll they'll do the capital R or the capital M, or they'll do one word instead of two words, or they'll do a space. So uh, we don't want we want it to be a pleasant shopping experience. So we're and bad at marketing. We want, is what I'm hearing. We're bad at marketing because I asked, didn't I ask you, Kirby, to just to do the promo code Todd Showalter's new show and just pl- put that in? And it, but it was like, you said <laughs> no. That's going to be like really hard for people to remember and type in. And then you said, and then of course Joey jumped in as he always does because he brings credibility to the show. Just put in right mind, and you're going to get 15 percent off your order. Am I right? Yeah, because it, yeah. it works that way. And, you know, and, and the thing is, is that um, we normally don't give a discount like this, 15% off. And if we do give any type of discount, we have a small print that says not to follow any other offer, um, not on sale items and that type of thing. 
But Todd, we're giving all the right mind listeners an additional 15% off everyday discounted prices, whether it's on sale and um, that's on top of the low prices we already have. You're so to go, to go back to when we started thinking about Todd, it's like if somebody, if we use Todd Showalter, mm-hmm. right, right mind, right. Uh, it does Todd have one D or two Ds? Right. Yeah. Is Showalter S-H-O-W-S-H-O? So we, we try to keep it simple. Um, so right mind, one word, two words, a space, no space, it will work for you. Well, and I asked you to include my social security number and phone number, too. And you said, now, that's really going to get awesome. I don't wait too awkward. So I'm glad that we, yeah, it's just right mind. OK. And as Joey said, you can do it, you know, two words, one word, capital, capital, lowercase. But if you put that in, regardless, I hope you all are listening, because regardless, even if there's other offers out there, you're going to get an additional 15 percent off your order at discountcoffee.com. And I'm telling you, if you're sitting there just listening, trying to ignore me on the radio right now, just go to your computer and type in discountcoffee.com and you're going to be amazed at all the stuff on this site. And like I said, it's 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 the lowest prices. It's right at your, it is at your door practically the next day. You can't beat it. So, Well, Kirby, thanks for joining us, buddy. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next week. That's King Kirby, the king of coffee from discountcoffee.com. I urge you all to check it out and order today. That's discountcoffee.com. And when you mention or put in the promo code RightMind, two words, one word, caps, however you want to do it, you're going to get 15% off even if there's already other offers. So 15% across your across the board, discountcoffee.com. Well, that was enjoyable. This has been an educational show, hasn't it, Joey? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've learned a lot today, you know, and I think we could go back and recap it, but – no, I think everybody's pretty much got the gist of it. But any like uh, parting words, or did you want? Did you throw Andy like a uh, life preserver? Because his head is like bobbing up and down here. We had tootsie rolls in a bowl. I just threw them out there. Hopefully, oh, is that what it is? I thought he had an stay accident. nourished. So those are tootsie rolls floating out there. Yeah. Well, we better call it a day, and I got to go save Andy because now <laughs> Andy's got a, ba- a, a bald head, and it just keeps bobbing up and down like a bobber out here, and it's really becoming quite frightening amongst the tootsie rolls. Anyway, you've been listening to The Right Mind Show. I'm Todd Showalter along with my buddy, Joey V. We'll see you next time, and like I always say, if you don't have a right mind, you don't have a mind at all. Take care. Take it for us, Mitch. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter. To find out about all things Todd, go to studiotodd.com. And we'll see you next Saturday night at 5 p.m. right here on 1019-941 News Talk STL and always streaming online at newstalkstl.com.